Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, the Lonnie Zamora UFO encounter from 1964. I'm taking a little bit different angle at this as we look at this article from the AlbuquerqueJournal.com site. It's actually an obituary written Saturday, November 7th, 2009. I think it goes a long way to show uh, what a great character Mr. Zamora had and why he was such a reliable witness when we look at this case. Now the author is Lloyd Yahola. He says here he's a journal staff writer, and he starts off and says, Lonnie Zamora gained global fame in 1964 when in the hilly area south of Socorro, the then 30-year-old police officer spotted an object he couldn't identify rise off the ground and fly away, leaving only depressions in the dirt, scorched earth, and a lingering legend behind. Zamora would be forever tied to a UFO sighting. He was well-known in Socorro, not because of the notoriety of that UFO incident, but more because of who he was and how he treated people, said Diane Martinez, his daughter, who called him a friend to everybody. Billy Romero, now police chief on the New Mexico Tech campus, who served with Zamora on the Socorro Police Force, remembered him as a very good police officer. He was really friendly to the people and always willing to help everybody. And he knew a lot of people, Romero said. In fact, on Sundays, we used to make it a practice to go visit people. We'd park <clears throat> we'd park the police car and have coffee with the elderly and stuff like that. He'd make that his PR day. Dominica E. Lonnie Zamora died Monday at age 76. Of course, this is back in 2009. Mass will be celebrated at 9 a.m. today at San Miguel Catholic Church in Socorro. Zamora retired as a landfill supervisor for the city of Socorro about a decade ago. Before that, he worked as a court bailiff, and for 15 years he was with the city police department. He also owned a gas station in the city at one time. The Magdalena Nave was a 23-year member of the National Guard and a renowned cook. He loved to cook, Martinez said. He was a cook in the military, and he was sought after by many people for weddings, fiestas, and graduations. Lonnie, Lonnie, can you cook for my daughter's wedding, or can you make me something for the fiesta? He was asked, with homemade macaroni and cheese, green and red chili, roast beef, and meatloaf among his specialties. He loved to travel with his wife at 55 years, marry, go to casinos, and watch boxing and Dallas and the Dallas Cowboys. To us, Martinez said, he was the best dad ever. He made sure that, he, that we had everything we ever needed, even if it meant working two or three jobs. He was adamant that we go to school and completed our education. Honest and straightforward, Zamora was called a stern but fair man who had meddled in years as his grand, <clears throat> as his grand and great-grandchildren came along. If something was needed, all one had to do was ask him, even if it was only for advice. He never told me what to do, she said. He would make me look and see what my choices were and see what the results of my decisions would be. Then you just had to learn to live with the choices you made. Zamora never regretted reporting what he saw near the end of an afternoon-evening shift on April 24, 1964. Now, that's quite an account of this guy. doesn't sound like he had an enemy in the world. It sounds like he had, had a successful life, a hard worker his whole life, and well-known as a decent, honest person. doesn't sound like the kind of guy that would have made his report to try to make money off of it. doesn't sound like the guy who would need attention. sounds like a very... Uh, emotionally and mentally healthy person. And he was a police officer and a National Guard member. This is a guy who's giving back to his community all the time. So why in the world would he want to file false 
UFO report. That, that would be the last thing in the world that would help him. This is, this, from all appearances to me, Lonnie Zamora was just an honest guy doing his job. And he saw something and he reported it. Now the article goes on and says, because that was his job, Zamora never regretted reporting what he saw near the end of the afternoon evening shift on April 24th, 1964, because that was his job, his daughter said. His life did change, though. If I could just forget about it, maybe it will go away, he was quoted as saying a year later in an Associated Press story. If you could just forget about it, does that sound like someone to you who's seeking attention and would make a false UFO report? Not to me. It says... His report, the story, the story recounts, had stirred an Air Force investigation. Subsequent sightings, almost daily in other parts of the country, and the declaration by an official of the International Lunar Society that Earth again had been visited from another world. Within the year, within the year after telling about what he had seen, Zamora said he received some 2,000 letters from people he didn't know, and says he was and says he has heard the term flying saucer enough to last a lifetime. The Associated Press story said, Here's Zamora's account according to that 1965 story. Zamora said he had just let his partner out of their patrol for dinner, a year ago today when he gave chase to a speeding car. Then he heard what sounded like two explosions and gave up the chase to investigate, finding what he thought was an overturned car in a wash on a hill. Two figures in white overhauls were outside the vehicle, Zamora said. Then a big noise started, and it, the UFO, came up and hovered there. I could hear a loud bing, bing, bing. I didn't know whether to shoot, start running, or call back for help. I crouched down behind my car. Zamora then called for help, and State Police Sergeant Sam Chavez arrived within two minutes. By then, the UFO was flying off toward the mountains. If he, Chavez, had just paid attention, he would have seen it, Zamora said. I wanted to keep it to myself, Zamora said, but Chavez made me report it. But if something like this should ever happen again, I'll know what to do. Wow. Sounds like he got nothing but grief for his report. But here's a couple things interesting I find right off the bat with the sighting. It's First off, I think we could classify this as a mechanical sighting. So this thing looks mechanical to him. And this isn't the first time that we've had one of these accounts where somebody came upon one of these craft and there were what appeared to be men or figures, humanoid figures, outside of the craft trying to repair it. And we've had a couple uh, reports like this. I'll have to try to look one up one of these days. But there was a, when there was the raft of airship reports back in the late 1800s, uh, this had been, there was a sighting where somebody had saw what they thought was a disabled airship. And there were men wearing overhauls. Strange, they're wearing overhauls, just like here, working on the airship, trying, and eventually got it back in the air. And that's what we're seeing here. He sees this disabled egg-shaped craft and people are outside of that thing working on it now before i go on i want to just point out that i did a podcast quite a while ago called the lynch sighting and that happened in iowa 
back in the early 1900s, and an old fellow was fishing down along uh, the Skunk River, and he described what he saw as this egg-shaped craft land near him and then take off. This could be a phenomenon all of its own. I mean, we know we have triangle-shaped crafts, we have flying saucers, but then we have some of these reports of these egg-shaped crafts. Okay, back to the article, it says, he says, Lawrence Romero, who served with Zamora briefly on the Sequero Police Department, said Zamora was a trustworthy, humble officer who simply wanted to move on. Because it was rough in those days, Lawrence Romero said, people question you and your integrity was in question when you said anything about unexplained mysteries, especially in the law enforcement field, said Romero, who is a former Sequero Police Chief and Valencia County Sheriff. A string of stories now give various descriptions as to what Zakaro saw or what occurred. An egg-shaped flying object, a rutabaga-shaped spacecraft. There were two small figures standing alongside the craft. He never really talked about it, Martini says. If you would have known my dad, it was a subject that was really that he that he just really wasn't something he wanted to discuss. Even if Zamora knew you well and was open to talking about it, she said, the right mood had to strike. It wasn't a matter of trust, Martinez said. It was more a matter of privacy, and I think the fear of being ostracized. Martinez said her father's life never changed because of the story. Over the years, officers came from overseas or domestically to speak at various UFO related events. Zamora even took part in interviews with the TV show Unsolved Mysteries and the Discovery Channel. The request to tell his stories never ended. One coming just several weeks ago in Socorro. My dad said, oh, they called me again. They wanted me to speak at the library, Martinez said. But he didn't, but he didn't go. He didn't want to, he didn't want to do it. Along with his wife, Mary Bacasamora, of Socorro, Zamora's survivors, including sons, and it, go, it goes ahead and lists a bunch of his survivors. So what we know is, is that Lonnie Zamora was, you know, just doing his job, being a police officer, going along. He gets in this high-speed pursuit. He hears these a couple of bangs. He thinks maybe the car's gone off in the ditch. He pulls over, and what does he see? He sees this egg-shaped UFO there with two creatures walking around it. It appears as though they make some repair to the craft, and it takes off. Now, what this article here leaves out in the obituary was that they people did go back, and they did find footprints around where that craft had landed at. So, in addition to Zamora's eyewitness account, there was also physical evidence left behind. And some back, sometime we'll come back and we'll look at that case a little more closely and describe in, in a little more detail what was left behind there. But what I really wanted to cover in this podcast was what a great guy Lonnie Zamora was and how he truly was an example of, of, of the most reliable witness you could imagine. And even with that, the debunkers and the skeptics come in and just try to uh, try to put down this guy's, this guy's observation, his eyewitness evidence. The Lions and Warren case is a very fascinating case. It's one worth looking at, and I would uh, I would encourage you to look it up online if you can find it. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.